This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Loaded show for you today. I've got a piece of video from Dr. Peter McCullough about the vaccine. I really want you to see an update on the disinformation czar promoting disinformation yet again. We'll fully discredit her on that issue. And Geraldo loses it again on the five. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Revoke big tech's right to your data. Protect your online privacy. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Folks, privacy is the essence of a free republic. I'm going to go into this today as videos continue to emerge of the disinformation czar um, and Joe Biden telling you what they're going to, going to use national security to spy on you. Your privacy's finished if we let this go. Today's show also brought to you by Patriot Supply, my Patriot Supply. Listen, I'm not kidding. It's time for everyone to seriously prepare for what's coming. And the most important thing you're going to need is at least three months of emergency food. It's important. It's critical. Better to have it, not need it, than to need it and not have it. Right now, you're going to save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithdan.com. Go today. I just picked up more the other day. My Patriot Supply can vouch for me there. Your emergency food will come from My Patriot Supply. They are one of the nation's most respected and largest preparedness companies with over 50,000 four and five star reviews. Plus, their three month food kits are in stock and ready to ship fast with free shipping, too. So don't put it off anymore. Go to preparewithdan.com and grab the absolutely vital food that will keep your family well fed during the difficult times ahead. Don't wait to do this. And believe it or not, the food's delicious. It's not bunker food. You get a wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. You won't go hungry or get bored when you have this food. Go today to preparewithdan.com and get what you need for what's coming. Grab a three-month kit for every member of the family. I've done it. You'll kick yourself if you don't have this food when the day comes. Go to preparewithdan.com. It's time to get ready. Gee, when you're walking out today through the garage, look, I just got four new buckets from them. Prepare with Dan. They're sitting right there. Prepare, preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. Go today. All right, Joseph, let's go. Whoa, man, that was a little loud today. I was on my end, not on Joe's end, not Joe's fault, Dan's fault. There is a volume button on my end, too. (laughs) Just ruptured my right eardrum, but that's okay. Not Joe's fault. Totally mine. I didn't reset the thing. So, folks, this disinformation board, you know, the new minister of truth, Nina Jankowitz, this board uh, put together by the Biden administration to attack and censor conservatives in our new totalitarian state. The Constitutional Republic is now dead. More video is now emerging of Nina Jankowitz, our disinformation czar, uh, the queen of disinformation herself. Uh, This is turning into a not just a United States embarrassment, but a global embarrassment. Imagine, Joe, think about this for a minute, right? Imagine being the constitutional republic we are, right? And trying to be a beacon of freedom and liberty around the world, right? To tell people, you know, we respect big individuals, big are God-given rights, and we limit our government. We don't infringe on that. And then your own country, you establish a minister of truth and a disinformation czar. Can you imagine that? Our credibility is now zero, non-existent, zero. It's gone. Here, it gets even more ridiculous. Here's Nina Jankowitz claiming ridiculously that, you know, the deep state that targeted President Trump, that leaked everything President Trump said to humiliate him in the media. Don't worry, folks. She says it doesn't exist. And I want you to apply my 180-degree Flipperuski theory here. What's the 180 Flipperuski theory? Whenever Democrats tell you something isn't happening, reverse the story because it means it is and they're trying to hide it. Here's Nina Jankowitz claiming there's no such thing as the deep state she's now a part of. Um, talking about the deep state and things like that, which is a, a, a thread among conspiracy com- communities here in the United States, that there is this secret cabal here in Washington working to undermine the American people. It couldn't be farther from the truth as someone who works with and around public servants every day. All right. The dipsy do 180 flipper theory. That means there is absolutely a deep state. They're targeting you and she's a part of it. 
This is the disinformation queen right now running the disinformation ministry of truth. Here's another one that emerged yesterday. We've got to stay on top of this story. If you have yet to contact your congressman or congresswoman, if you have yet to do it, do it today. It is not too late. We cannot allow this to stand, period. There will be no constitutional republic with a ministry of truth. There will not. Here she is again, ridiculously claiming that CRT doesn't exist, that it's a fabrication of Republicans spreading disinformation. This, this was so, this is such an obvious piece of disinformation. I'll show you on the outside, on on the other side of this, this clip, how ridiculous this woman really is. Check this out. Critical race theory has become one of those hot button issues that uh, the Republicans and and other, you know, disinformers um, who are engaged in disinformation for profit, frankly, there are plenty of, you know, media outlets that are making money off of this too, have have seized on. And I live in Virginia uh, and in Loudoun County. That's one of the areas um, where people have really honed in on this topic. So she lives in Virginia. She's clear to say she lives in Virginia. You all heard it. You guys hear it. Everybody hear it. She lives in Virginia. And don't worry, Joe, critical race theory is just a fabrication of Republicans. Showing you again, the 180 dipsy do flipperoo theory If Nina Jankowitz says that this thing isn't real, CRT, it means what? It is real and it's targeting Republicans and Republican parents. Here, Fox News article from October of 2021. Now, Nina Jankowitz, our Ministry of Truth czar, could have just put in a search engine, CRT, Virginia Department of Education, and she can read this headline herself. The Virginia Department of Education website promotes CRT, despite... Uh, despite McCall, former Governor McCall's claims, it's never been taught there. Uh, let me read that again. Disinformation Minister, Virginia Department of Education website promotes CRT. See, you could just go to the website. See, that's how that works. Folks, if you have not called your congressional representative, I beg of you, please do it and demand two things. An immediate defunding of this abomination to this country. And number two, an investigation and hearings the minute we take control of Congress in 2022. The minute we take control of whose dreadful idea this unconstitutional abomination was. Now, thankfully, we've got decent people out there like Rand Paul very, very been concerned for a very long time about the disappearance and evaporation like an Alka-Seltzer tablet of liberty and freedom in this country in favor of tyranny, where we're finding ourselves right quick. Here was Rand Paul questioning our DHS secretary, failed human being, Al Mayorkas, asking him yesterday, hey, listen, um, this disinformation minister, you know, the one who spouts disinformation herself. Is this going to cover public health? And I want you to watch very clearly Mayorkas's response. Rand Paul gives him very specific examples about masks and the vaccine. And watch Mayorkas immediately lose it and switch to a different argument altogether because he doesn't want to tell you that the disinformation ministry is going to prevent you from talking about COVID in any reasonable fact-based manner. Here, check this out. I've said a million times that cloth masks don't work. YouTube takes me down. They're a private company. I can have that beef with them. Uh, What about you? You're going to look at that. I often say that natural immunity from having had the infection is equal to the vaccine or better. You're going to take that down? Well, first of all, those are very specific. Senator, first of all, it's not for us to take it down. And second of all, are you going to put information out there saying that I'm spreading disinformation? Senator, we are not the public health experts. To make those determinations. So public health won't be part of the disinformation governance board. No COVID disinformation. Yes or no? Senator? Yes or no? Is public health going to be part of your censorship group? Somebody allow me because you're you're presenting hypotheticals that are vague. I just gave you a very specific one on cloth masks. I gave you a very specific one on immunity from previous infections. Notice how he won't answer the question. This failed human being occupying the DHS secretary office right now, this tyrant. Why won't he answer it? Because it's true. Because he wants to be able to use the law enforcement power of the Department of Homeland Security like the tyrant thug he is. He wants to use that office to threaten you from a law enforcement perch if you dare ask questions like, if masks work, then why aren't masks working? The money ball theory of masks, right? If masks work, why aren't they working? If the vaccines stop infection, why haven't they stopped infection? 
You will not be allowed to ask that under this DHS going forward. Tell me again how we live in a constitutional republic. Now, I'm just wondering, are we going to be able to talk about things like this? Because there's been some news on the vaccines and other COVID news you'll probably want to hear about that I'm sure the DHS is looking at right now with Nina Jankowitz, disinformation queen, the sewage fountain of disinformation she is, Nina Jankowitz. Here, did you see this? Just a news article. It'll be in my newsletter today. You should probably check that out. Bongino.com slash newsletter. If you'd like to sign up, sign up button's right there. I'll send you these articles every day. Just the news, an MIT study, MIT, pretty smart people there, right, Joe? MIT study finds COVID vaccines significantly associated with a jump in emergency heart problems. Oh. Wow, that sounds, uh, that sounds like something we should be uh, concerned with. Here, here's an actual quote. This is called science. So Alejandro Mayorkas, this is called science. I'm sure you're looking at banning this, Nina Jankowitz. I'm sure you'll try to wipe us off the internet, but here's an actual quote. While not establishing causal relationships, the findings raise concerns regarding vaccine-induced undetected severe cardiovascular side effects and underscore the already established causal relationship between vaccines and myocarditis, a frequent cause of unexpected cardiac arrest in young individuals, the study says. We're going to look into that, or is that uh, disinformation, like Nina Jankowicz says CRT is, despite it being on the Virginia website, the county she claims to live in? Kind of weird, right? What about this? Is this going to be in there? I thought this was a conspiracy theory. By the way, I'm out of conspiracy theories. So if you would, crowdsourcing is really, really a great asset of having an audience of millions of people. Can you all send me new conspiracy theories? Because the old ones are all coming true. Remember when we said it was only a matter of time before the government starts tracking you? Remember how I opened the show? Privacy is the essence of a free country. Yeah, yeah, privacy. You thought you had privacy? New York Post. CDC bought cell phone data to track vaccination and lockdown compliance, says a new report. Turns out they use geolocation data from millions of Americans' phones to track compliance with lockdown orders and vaccination efforts, according to newly revealed documents. I thought that was a conspiracy theory. They had detailed counts of visits to pharmacies for vaccine monitoring. Are we allowed to put that out there or is that going to be disinformation too? I'm just just checking. Al Mayorkas. That uh, show tune singer Jankowitz, can I, is that allowed out there or is that part of your disinformation? Were you watching? Are you listening to us right now? The disinformation ministry of truth. Are we allowed to put that out there? Is that okay? Folks, again, please, can you send over new conspiracy theories? Because all of the old conspiracy theories, sadly, are coming through right now. I told you the essence of a constitutional republic and a free society is what? That there is a distinction and a hard line, not a soft line. Between the private and public self, you have a private self and a free society where you shouldn't be monitored because they can't monitor you because there are constitutional restrictions on the government monitoring you. Those are gone. Because we now live in a flowering Chia pet tyranny with the tyranny Chia pets being uh, being watered every day. Happening every day, folks. They're not backing down here. I don't want you, listen, we've had a couple successful messaging wins about the minister of truth and talking about this and getting information out about how, how dopey this woman is and how ridiculous and unconstitutionally moral and unethical this idea is, but they are, they're not backing down and we can't back down either. I want, I need you to call your congressperson and immediately ask to defund this thing and to hold investigations in 2022. Here, here's proof. Here's Biden uh, the other day talking about Trump supporters. And notice, folks, he did this very, very deliberately. He attached the extremist level uh, label, excuse me, to the MAGA crowd. He did this deliberately. Why? Come on. You know the answer. Think this through. You already know the answer. There's no way this is by accident. The disinformation board was founded under the DHS Not the FCC, the DHS. Why? Department of Homeland Security. They want to unleash the national security infrastructure, just like they did on Trump, on you. But the only way to do it is going to be to tie in the extremist level, extremist label, January 6th, all of that. This is very deliberate what he said. This is not an accident. Listen to this. Check this out. What happens if you have a state change the law saying that 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 children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that is that legit under the way that the decision is written? 
what are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. Folks, he was told to say that. Notice how he starts with disinformation, too. With with obvious disinformation, that there's going to be a law separating and segregating LGBTQ kids. Where he got that from, uh, I have no idea. The guy's a moron, and so is his staff. It's obviously an effort to divide people. I'll play Saki in a minute on that, too. She has no response either. She can't name a single example of where this absurdity was even proposed. But hold that aside for a minute. Him labeling the MAGA movement as extremist is a very deliberate step. There is a reason the Ministry of Truth was put in the Department of Homeland Security. It was not an accident. It wasn't put in the Federal Communications Commission. It wasn't put in the SEC. It wasn't put in the Bureau of Indian Affairs. It was put in DHS to combat extremists. That was not an accident. Now, MSNBC knows to pile on here. The abortion leak this week was not an accident either. Please listen to yesterday's show where I lay out the evidence that this was planned. The abortion ruling from the Supreme Court was a deliberate leak. Why? They are going to have their eyes open for anything they can do right now to attach the abortion case to extremists and inspiring violence, pro-life violence or whatever around the country. They're already, the the call went out to the media. Here, here's what I mean. Watch Hack Nicole Wallace, a sellout in every respect, a woman with no human dignity at all who will do anything for a dollar, right? Here's Nicole Wallace on her dreadful MSNBC no ratings show with the former head of Planned Parenthood, Cecile Richards. And I I want you to pay very close attention to the language, how they want to attach this extremist label. And they're already trying to set up the argument moving forward that this abortion ruling may have inspired the pro-life crowd out there to commit mass violence or extremists. We better sick the disinformation board on them and law enforcement. They're already getting ready for it. Here, check this out. I wonder your thought on this characterization of the Republican Party and its current incarnation as the most extreme political organization in history. Well, I certainly agree with that that um, characterization. I And I agree, Nicole, that this is... A seismic shift. This is, I mean, I don't think any of us have ever experienced the loss of a constitutional right. Um, it's not a constitutional what? right. Cecile Richards just made, yeah, <laughs> I know, Joe, just, Joe, please, Ooh. please, okay? You're a reasonable, you're a smart guy. Stop trying to figure this out. You're only going to hurt yourself. Right. Really. Stop trying to figure, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying, because you're a nice guy, you're trying to find a way to understand these idiots. Don't. They're, they're, it's just, it, it is nothing but a hysterical meltdown campaign on the left. Do you see what they're doing? They're trying to attach the extremist label to sick law enforcement. I'm sorry I've said this three times, but I can't emphasize to you the gravity of the situation in strong enough terms. There's a reason they're using law enforcement. They're going to wait for the first violent act anywhere in the country. and They're going to find some reason, justified or not, to pin it on conservatives this abortion ruling, and they're going to sick the Ministry of Truth and the DHS just like they did on anybody who showed up to exercise their constitutional rights on January 6th. Whether you were in the Capitol or not, you were a target. It's happening right now. All right, let me get to this. Uh, and then on the other side, it was a really, really, you know, Jen Psaki Peppermint is a very skilled liar. She is. She lies better than anyone. Again, there's very little dignity. That's why they lie and they do this. They're just, they're, they don't like themselves. So they lie because, you know, it's, it's a way to kind of hide who they are from them. You know, she's usually better at this, but she had a really, really bad day yesterday. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Okay, Uh, folks, it was a really, really bad day for Saki. 
Uh, she was asked by Peter Ducey, the only journalist in that room, about, hey, listen, about this abortion ruling you guys keep dividing America and lying about. You know, uh, you said it was a political issue. And then she's like, I didn't say it was a political issue, but Peter Ducey brought the receipts. This is a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? Here, check this out. How can you guys say this is not a political issue when the president's statement about this talked about getting pro-choice officials elected? Did I say it's not a political issue? Uh, yes, you actually said some call it a political issue. It is not a board error. Well, Force because one. the vast majority of the public believes that this should not that this should not be overturned. Meaning, I meant to say it's not a partisan issue, and I don't think it is. All right, I'm. A, I don't even. I'm not going to waste time. That's just. It, <laughs> did you say I didn't say it wasn't a political issue? No. Here's your words. This isn't a political issue. Oh, what I meant to say is it's not a partisan issue. Sure, Jen. Sure, Jan. Remember the sure Jan meme? Moving on. It's another bad day for Saki and more important note. So Joe Biden, you heard earlier in his extremist comments where he's trying to set up an attack using the disinformation ministry and the DHS on U.S. citizens, right? Uh, attack on their civil liberties, right? You heard him say before that, hey, man, what if, you know, this Supreme Court ruling, what if it's used to go after LGBTQ kids and segregate them in classrooms? An absurdity so ridiculous, I'm stunned even the left-wing hack lunatic media didn't say, uh, Joe, um, is everyone really talking about that? Because that sounds kind of crazy because that's not really happening. So Saki was asked to name a state, location, name anywhere. Can you name anywhere this is happening? Watch the answer again from this disgraced liar. Check this out. President said today, what happens if you have states change the law saying that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? What is he talking about? Well, I think, Peter, we've seen um, extreme laws that target uh, LGBTQ families, their kids across the country. And I think what he's saying is we don't know what they're capable of, given what they've already done to which, date. Which state is trying to segregate LGBTQ children in the classroom? Well, I think we've seen laws that are incredibly discriminatory. That's what the president's referring to. And the fact that uh, he doesn't know what additional steps could be taken by extreme wings of the party. He's right. He said that we're watching that together. He's like, she's getting worse. She is getting worse. She's now I don't know if it's because she's got this job at MSNBC coming up, according to multiple reports out there. Uh, I don't know. But she's clearly given up on even trying to defend the stupid anymore. LGBTQ kids are going to be segregated in classrooms. Do you realize how dumb you sound on the left? Do you realize how ridiculous and stupid you sound to sane people? Can you imagine... A <laughs> I'm really waking up every morning believing this kind of stupidity. What does it say about you? Now, all you have to do, folks, here's a pro tip. All you have to do to find out if the majority ruling, that if it stands, I can't say this enough, it's not final yet, but if the Dobbs case ruling stands and Roe v. Wade is overturned, all you have to do to find out what's in it is just read the story that was leaked out about what's in it. Are you ever going to read it? Or are you just going to keep saying things like interracial marriage is next? Again, do you realize how dumb you sound? Being a leftist, in essence, the equal sign equals being a moron. It requires you to do no homework at all and to constantly lie to people. That's why you disgust me so much. So I wake up every morning with my mission to debunk your constant sewage stream of lies and BS, like this idiot running the Ministry of Truth. FERT doesn't exist. It's on the freaking website, you moron. Gosh, are you people always this stupid? Or is it a specifically a Thursday thing? I'm running out of weeks, the days of the week here. Here. Wall Street Journal covered this. Justice Alito's originalist triumph. Here's what's in the actual writing on the decision by Justice Alito. Quote, liberals, quote, that means this is what's in there. What are you gonna do? It's such a, really. I, I, nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion. It does not undermine them in any way. No, it's not. He said it's not ambiguous. Why are you so freaking stupid all the time? Why are you so dumb? And folks, listen, I get it. I know 
My show is not for everyone. It's not meant to be for everyone. I never got in this for the money or being like some mainstream guy. I don't care. I'm not going to turn the heat down on these morons. They're idiots. They can read the ruling. They choose not to because they want to lie. Ruling means that interracial marriages will be illegal. Yes, yes, that, that, that would just go over great, wouldn't it? That would just be interracial marriages. Maybe they should talk to Clarence Thomas, Byron Donalds. I mean, my wife's an immigrant from Colombia. So, Joe, maybe that'll be bad next. Paula, it's over. It's over. Get a divorce now. Before those evil Republicans pass an anti-immigrant U.S. citizen law. Why are you so freaking stupid all the time? Read the freaking ruling. Nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion. Gosh, we live in a country of imbeciles on the left. Idiots. Some guy sent me a thing the other day. Dan, I don't like the name calling. I'm finding a new show. Okay, I respect that. You don't have to tell me. You I get it. Um, that's not me. I have no patience for these, these dipwads anymore. Read the freaking ruling. By the way, what, something they're not reading is the violent left. They want to target us as extremists. Do you see this tweet from a blue checkmark guy? What's his name? Simon Gwynn? Oh, figures. He is the current thing. He's got the Ukraine flag. Current thing. He supports the current thing. Did you catch that? Current thing. Yes. Yeah, you got the current thing. This isn't a current thing update, but he supports the current thing. You can always tell. They even have their pronouns or the Ukraine flag. And here's Simon Gwynn. I warned you about the growing security threat to the lives of these Supreme Court justices. Folks, I literally did this for a living. You have no idea how many sick people are out there. Very sick, disturbed people. I am very worried about the Supreme Court justices. Here, Simon Gwynn. I mean, if is this inciting violence? You have to ask yourself reading this. By the left's own rules, is this inciting violence? He says, interesting real-life trolley problem in America now. If you had the chance to kill Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito, the two oldest right-wing Supreme Court judges, should you do it? while Biden can get his nominees to replace them confirmed? It's interesting as an abstract question, but becomes a real conundrum if, say, you're terminally ill and have little to lose yourself, but know that it could save many women's lives in the future. He tweeted that. Did Twitter take it down? Of course not. Twitter's run by communist losers. I can only hope and pray Elon Musk under new management cleans his, cleans his cesspool up. Folks, I made some since the new management is uh, going to take over soon. I made some forays back into it. And that's where I found that right there. I, if that's not uh, one of the most dangerous things I've seen on Twitter in a long time, then, uh, you know, we're not paying attention. These people are crazy. The real extremists are on the left. Remember my 180 flipperoo theory? They're calling you extremists. It means they are. All right, I want to play this video coming up next of Geraldo um, losing it again on this abortion thing, um, talking about wire hangers and just this. I mean, again, this is the left's whole emotion thing. Never facts, always emotion meant to distract you because they never have facts or data to back it up. Before we get to that, let me get to this. And I got a story on Disney coming up next. You see what their stock's been up to? It's not good. Not good. Folks, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you probably heard me talk about Helix mattresses. I love them. Well, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom. They're now making sofas too. All form, A-L-L-F-O-R-M, has premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. All form customizes a sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost and right here in the United States. You can pick your fabric, color, sofa size, and shape to fit perfectly in your home. The fabric is spill stain and scratch resistant. They've got armchairs and love seats all the way up to an eight-seat sectional. So there's something for everyone. You can always start small and buy more seats later, which is great so it can grow and change with you when you move. All form sofas are delivered directly to your home within a couple of weeks and with free shipping. In the past, it could take months for your sofa to arrive, and then you need someone to come and assemble it, not with all form. It has a simple and quick assembly with no tools needed. Paula put it together. If you're getting a sofa without trying it in a store, if that sounds risky to you, don't even worry about it. You got 100 days to decide if you want to keep your all form sofa. That's more than three months. And if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund. It's really that simple. They have a forever warranty. You know what that means? That means literally forever. 
To find your perfect sofa, check out allform.com slash Dan. That's allform, A-L-L-F-O-R-M.com slash Dan. Allform is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash Dan. Allform.com slash Dan. Thanks, Allform. We appreciate it. Okay. So, folks, on The Five yesterday, this is kind of a comic relief moment. I don't know if you caught this or not. It's a very popular show, The Five. Greg Gutfeld and Geraldo were going at it over abortion. And Geraldo had to, had to whip it out again. No, not that. Get your minds out of a gutter. Uh, the punk line. He loves calling people punks when he gets wrecked on debates. It's just his thing. He did it to me, too. Uh, Greg had to acknowledge that. So check this out. It's something to celebrate, to cherish, right? The unborn. To shout. shout. That's baloney. That's baloney. I'll give you evidence. The the wire hanger stuck up their private stuff. Trying to get what? What? Come on. The unborn child. The unborn child becomes. This is exactly what I expected. Bring out the old coat hanger. You are arrogant. Go, go for it, Geraldo. Come on. Keep going. Okay, Joey. You're making a fool on of yourself. This, on this. Don't, don't you. You know something? What? You insulting punk. <laughs> okay. Oh, what? Am I your new Joey, Bongino? Go. <laughs> if Joey. you want that role. Joey, All right. go. All right. Listen, man. Uh, my experience with the, there's an inverse relationship from the amount of talking you do uh, when it comes to toughness and actual toughness. I've told you over and over, I spent my entire life with the whole mixed martial arts crew. I'm kind of rotting and decayed now. But the most dangerous guys I've ever met are the guys who did the least amount of talking. I'll just leave that right there. The punk thing. It's, I got so many texts about that yesterday when it went down. All right, uh, moving on. Did you see this? Uh, this is we, we need a little, we need a get woke, uh, go broke thing or two. We need, this is a get woke, go broke update. If you look at Disney stock, here, this is an actual screenshot uh, from my phone this morning. Here's a one-month performance of Disney stock. There's a lot of red there, Joe. Uh, if you watch it on Rumble, you notice it goes down, down, to down, 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 down. Now, I had a little bit of a comeback yesterday, but it's down, to down, 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 down an awful lot. So this is the Get Woke, yeah. Go Broke update. Uh, do not dial it back. Dial it up. Sell Disney stock. Cancel Disney+. Plus. Do not attend Disney parks. Do not watch Disney movies. Disney wants to get involved with politics, then you make politics get involved with them. Folks, we are winning here. We are winning. I'm going to show you another example in a second, but I want to get off track here. But have you noticed something, guys? So the Roe v. Wade Dobbs case leaks out, the Alito ruling on it, the majority opinion, right? Corporations, you see, speaking out about this. Do you notice it's been awfully quiet? You keep your eyes on that. First corporation that opens its mouth. I want you to make sure we punish them too. The first corporation that opens its mouth in support of killing babies in the womb. Make sure we go after them too. Sell their stock and dump their products. Folks, the left wants to make corporate, uh, corporate America woke. And it's up to us to do the exact same thing to make corporate America feel the pain from being woke. A lot of them learning their lesson from Disney. Here's another one. Remember the Megan Rapino ad on Subway? Not the Subway. I mean, Subway, the store, the, uh, the sandwich shop. They thought it'd be a good idea for some stupid, bizarre reason to hire as a spokeswoman, Megan Rapino. You know her, the kneeler disrespects the American flag. Yeah, Megan Rapino. Well, a lot of Subway store owners were horrified by this because people were coming in telling them how much they hated it. Red State. Megan Rapino hardest hit as finger pointing begins after Subway, Subway releases dismal 2021 numbers. As you can see here, folks, they've had to close a whole bunch of stores. I will never go in Subway again after they thought it was a good idea to hire someone who kneels in front of the American flag as their spokesperson. They note that she's a prominent wokeivist. Wokedivist. And franchisees were said to be very upset after the ads began running primarily due to complaints. After the ads began running primarily due to complaints by their customers. I used to like Subway. Yep, I know the food's not that good, but I used to go in there once in a while for a quick, uh, you know, meal of Ruski. Nope, no more. Done with them too. Get woke. Go broke. All right, this is really disturbing. Sorry to keep... Uh, bouncing around but there's a lot of news today and there's no convenient way in podcasting 
to do segues. So we just do them and say, moving on to the next story. Dr. Peter McCullough has been a truth teller on COVID and vaccines for a long time. I've had him on multiple shows of mine. He is very, very good. He asked a question I've been curious about for a long time. Folks, the side effects from the vaccine, uh, why isn't, if, if so many people got this vaccine, why aren't we seeing even, even more? Again, because we do science here. We don't do nonsense, hyperbole, or fairy tales. Why aren't we seeing more of these incidents? McCullough explained it yesterday pretty well. The audio here, it's not Joe's fault. The audio, it's probably taken from a cell phone. The audio is not great, but you can definitely hear it. This is McCullough explaining what he calls the Russian roulette theory. I want you to listen to this. Check this out. It's like Russian roulette. Each time one of these is taken, it depends on the distribution of lipid nanoparticles, where, what organ is seeded, and once it's seeded, how much material is taken up and how the spike protein is expressed. And you can imagine if it's too much material in the wrong place at the wrong time, that's where the injury syndrome occurs. Myocarditis, or a hemorrhage into the brain, or a bone marrow problem. And it must be stochastic. It appears to have some randomness to this. And we would hope each and every person who took one of these, no harm, no foul. That it just didn't get enough of it strategically located where something bad could go on. There are also hints that if there's inherent susceptibilities, underlying blood disorders, underlying autoimmune phenomena, other things that one could predictably realize that there would be a problem or an accentuation of a problem. Sounds like a pretty good explanation to me from a medical professional. I want to ask you again to kind of tie the threads of the show together. Is the disinformation minister going to come after this too? I mean, my orcas can't seem to answer a question about if public health information subjected to the new minister of truth, who apparently didn't realize CRT was on the Virginia Department of Education website, who thinks the Russian lap that the laptop was Russian disinformation and who believes Christopher Steele. Is that going to be included? I'm just asking questions. Are we allowed to do that? <laughs> All right, moving on. Folks, uh, you know, we just played Geraldo before. And uh, one of the things with the left, you have to, you're going to have to learn to process if you're ever debating them, is the left will always respond with emotion and a ridiculous out of left field example. Uh, stigmatization is their thing. Uh, abortion, they'll always raise the crisis pregnancy issue. Well, what about the woman who was raped? They won't raise the fact that millions of women who weren't raped seek an abortion for other reasons. They won't bring up any of that. They always go with the worst possible example. This is what they do. They use emotion. It's a way to invoke emotion and to leave out facts and data. Well, you ever see the show, um, The Young Turds? You know, Kank and his crew over there, uh, you know, uh, they're a bunch of lefty lunatics. Well, there's a woman on the panel. I don't know who she is. Do you know who she is? No. Anna Kasparic? Anna Kasparic. So here's Anna Kasparic on The Young Turds. Absolutely losing her mind in one of the most epic meltdowns I've seen because she wonders why nobody's asking the question about childcare, but but they have asked the question. Anna just apparently doesn't know how to do an internet search. Here's a uh, Anna Kasparic, uh, uh, Kasparian is it Kasparian? Sorry, Anna Kasparian from the Young Turds losing her mind because she doesn't understand basic economics. This is classic. Here, check this out. We don't even have paid family leave. We don't even have affordable childcare in this freaking country. Okay, and the people who fight against those kinds of laws are Republicans. And yet, what do you want them to do with their kids when they have to go to work? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? I want them to answer that freaking question. Answer the question. Journalists, ask them the question. Ask them. Ask them. Um, okay, if you'll stop yelling for a second, Anna, you, yeah, you don't Valium, and they, uh, you may want to seek out some of the services from that uh from that medication calm down so i took to the internet joe this took all of about 27.5 seconds and i just put in third-party payer child care costs government subsidies apparently the question has been asked multiple times you've actually addressed it on this show Probably close to two to three hundred times over the last eight years, Joe and I have been together about third-party payers. Yep. Um, and I intentionally pulled an article from a left-wing site, CNBC. Um, Anna, you could do this too. 
It's called the interweb. Take a shot at it. Here's the article. Democrats plans to, uh, you know, to subsidize childcare costs, you know, Democrats plans may raise childcare costs for some middle-class families. <laughs> it's too, it really is. It's too easy. We did ask if you'd stop yelling um, and maybe just go to your phone and put it in a search engine. You could see that the Democrats plan to pay for childcare. Uh, sane economists around the world have figured out that third-party payer effects will lead to an increase in costs. Um, do you think it's an accident that the two spaces in our economy most occupied by government interference, healthcare and education, also have the biggest cost control problem? Do you think that's by accident, Anna? Kasparian, you think that's by accident? So you want to add childcare. So what's going to happen? So let's just use even numbers. Let's say the government wants to give every parent a $1,000 check to pay for childcare, Joe. Right. Now, let's just say you have a childcare facility that was going to charge $500 for the year. We're just, just throw these numbers out there for the sake of making it simple. Anna's clearly not that bright, right? So the child care place near you charges $500. Now, the child care business near you, Joe, figures out that you're getting a check from the government for 1000 You can only spend by child care mm-hmm. at a child care facility, right? What do you think the child care facility is going to do? You think they're going to charge 500 or you think they're going to charge the 1000 knowing you have the 1000 you can only spend with them? Just take a minute if you need it, Joe. I'll what do you think the they're going to do? I'll take the 1000 Dan. You'll take the 1000 Yes, you will, Armacost, because Joe is yeah. a very <laughs> smart guy. Unlike Anna Kasparian, Anna Kasparian doesn't know what the third-party payer is because she likes yelling at you instead because she can't just search the interweb. So what happens when you give people subsidized student loans? You get an increase in college spending. What happens when you give people subsidized medical care? The cost of medicine explodes. What happens when you give people subsidized child care? The cost of child care explodes, making it more expensive, not less. Now, Anna, again, uh, you may want to pick up a Charlie Brown encyclopedia, read the economics section, and you'll figure that out. But you got to st- you have to stop yelling first. Again, turn the temperature down just a little bit. Leave the yelling for Kank with that epic video on election night in 2016 when he totally melted down. One of my all-time favorites. It's called economics. Try it sometime. All right. <laughs> They're so dumb. There's a- Thank God for stupid opponents. Really. It makes it so easy. All right. Let me get to this next. And then uh, gun sale update on gun sales up again. No better gun salesman in the United States than the Democrat Party. Uh, I'll tell you, give you a little inside baseball. I was at the premiere for 2000 Mules last night in Mar-a-Lago. Popped in quickly. Was only there for about an hour. Ran into some good friends. And I got a video from an economist telling you exactly what the government's planning to do with inflation. This is not by accident, as we've said on this show quite a bit. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. So small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay, just a quick note on this story. Washington Examiner. This will be in the newsletter today as well. Here's a note to any foreign adversary who may have some Red Dawn-like idea of invading the United States sometime in the future. That's a really bad idea, folks. There are a lot of guns here, and thank the Lord for that. The right to self-protection is a God-given right. Paul Bedard covers it at the Washington Examiner. Gun sales up again. 33 months of 1 million plus gun sales. 1 million a month. We love the right to self-defense. And you know what I like about this story? Not just that we have the right to self-defense and we exercise it in this country. The ability to own a firearm means that our country would be really, really hard to occupy. Nah, why are we talking about that? That's a crazy idea. Yeah, probably sounded like a crazy idea to the Ukrainians too. But folks, one, we're protected by two major oceans, which would make it really hard. But second, even if you manage to take out all our defensive systems, and even if the summons you manage to invade through some southern or northern land uh, uh, by taking Canada or uh, you know Central America first, right? You have we have we have so many armed citizens here 
This is probably the biggest militia anywhere on planet Earth. You have zero chance. I just wanted to throw that out there. All right, I got some important news. So last night I was at Mar-a-Lago. I had to make a last-minute decision. I made it over. Um, saw a lot of really good friends. I ran into uh, Lisa Booth there. Um, I ran into some of the people from uh, Salem Radio. I ran into a lot of good folks. My friend Grant. It was really good that Jenna Ellis was there. It was really good to talk to a lot of folks. I was there for about an hour. Um, I didn't get to stay for the whole movie. I've seen most of the movie. 2,000 Mules. Folks, it is jaw-dropping. You are going to see, put it in social media today from people who saw it last night. It is jaw-dropping, the evidence now of, I don't even call them shenanigans, outright malfeasance in the 2020 election. The evidence is overwhelming. Dinesh's piece is meticulously meticulously documented in this movie. It's called 2,000 Mules. The website to find a way to view it is 2000mules, the number 2000.com. Now, if you want to see it Saturday, this Saturday, May 7th, that's this coming Saturday, you can go to Rumble or Locals. You know, I'm an investor in these platforms. We are going to have it this Saturday, the 7th. There's an article, Reclaim the Net, today, Rumble and Locals to provide censorship protection for 2000mules documentary. Dinesh, it came to us at Rumble. A lot of people were afraid this thing would be censored by people because they don't want what happened in there in 2020 out there. Rumble and locals have fortified this thing. We have built a parallel economy wall around it. You can go to Rumble this Saturday and check it out. Don't miss it. Rumble 2000 Mules. You can see it on locals too. Follow me on locals as well. I'm at D Bongino. I put a lot of exclusive content for my subscribers over there. Check it out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Finally, um, I'm a really big fan of this piece because it's been something I've been concerned about for a while. I saw this guy on Tucker Carlson last night, a guy by the name of Luke Rahman, an economist. Now, Joe, you've been with me the longest. You know, one of the yeah. things that's concerned me for the longest time is monetizing the debt. We have a national debt. We're never, folks, let's just be honest. We are never going to pay it off. We, someone's going to pay it off because why? All debts are paid. Milton Friedman has said it over and over and don't ever forget it. Every single debt is paid. It's either paid by the debtor or the creditor. Again, I lend Joe money. He pays me back. Joe paid the debt. I lend Joe money. He doesn't pay me back. I paid the debt. Someone's paying it. So if the federal government, our federal government, has spent $30 trillion it doesn't have, that's our debt. Forget about uh, liabilities. Just right now, there's even more than that in liabilities. We have about $30 trillion plus in debt. There is no possible way we can pay that back. You're talking about tens of thousands of dollars for every single U.S. citizen in the country. You think people have that sitting around in their bank account? It's obscene. We don't, there's no way it's going to be paid back. So the debtor or the creditor, who's going to pay it back? Well, in this case, it's going to be the debtor. The U.S. government's going to pay it back. And where's the U.S. government going to get the money from you? Well, you just said, Dan, we don't have the money. No, no, you have the money. You have money now. They're going to take it from you by devaluing your money, which will devalue the debt. If you want to read more in detail about this, it is the most critical economic issue of your time. It's called monetizing the debt. The way the United States government is going to pay back this debt is by taking money from you. But they're not going to take it through taxation. They're going to take it through inflation. The money you have now, by printing more money to pay off the debt, the government has the power to print it through its Federal Reserve. They're just going to keep printing and printing and printing to pay it off. They'll zero it out eventually. Well, or get close to it if they have to. But they're going to do it by printing money. And by printing money, it makes your money worth less. They're taking money from you without you even knowing it. Here is Luke Rahman. He was on Tucker last night, but this is a different clip I found explaining exactly this, how you only have a few ways out of this. You can declare bankruptcy, okay? Then the debt was paid by you. Bank, the whole country goes bankrupt. We lose everything, right? The government loses its ability to issue debt again. 
or by inflation or hyperinflation. Check this out. The, 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 the credit risk this time is at the sovereign level and, and sovereigns can't default. So it's not really credit risk, it's duration risk. Uh, and what duration risk is, is just inflation, right? So it's just um, it, 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 the, the, the sovereigns are in a position where, and in particular, in particular the Western sovereigns, where uh, the, they are um, in a position where they need to try to manage between inflating enough uh, to inflate away the debt on a debt to GDP basis to make the debt sustainable, while also not inflating so much that they spook the bond market. And I think they're trying to fine tune where that is. That is one of the most important clips. I'm sorry if the economic stuff bores you. If it does and you had to tune out there and you didn't see it, well, you wouldn't see this anyway, so it wouldn't matter. This is the most important thing you need to keep at the forefront of your cerebral cortex right now. They are going to use inflation to get us out of this because eventually the money's going to have to be paid back. Why? He said it at the end. Spooking the bond market. What does that mean? Folks, people are still lending us money. If people stop lending us money, when you lend us money, the government gives you a bond, right? Just very simply. He wants to lend the government $50. He typically gives them, you know, $25 for a $50 bond on its face, right? And waits for 30 years or whatever for it to mature, which is a ridiculously low return now, but whatever. That's how it works. People are still giving the United States government money. Why? I have no idea. Because there's nowhere else probably to go other than that. But really, we are going to eventually default, whether it's de facto or uh, de jure, right? So now, if we're still lending the government money, he's saying eventually people are going to wake up realizing they're not going to get paid back. So the bond market's going to demand ridiculous returns for the risk they're taking. And then when that happens and interest rates go up and ripple throughout the economy, then it's over. You'll see mortgages at 20, 25%. Did you see the inflation rate in Turkey, by the way? 69.9%. Yeah, it just came out this morning. Folks, that can happen here too. They're going to inflate this thing away. So what's the answer, Dan? I already told you the other day. Assets. Get yourself some physical gold. Get yourself some gold. Get yourself some real estate. That's my opinion. I'm not your financial advisor. You got to gauge your own level of risk. You're asking me what I do. That's what I do. You have to gauge your own level of risk and how you want to do it and what your portfolio looks like. But assets are the key because if they're going to inflate away the value of your money and make it worthless, then if you convert the money to assets, the assets don't go anywhere. My humble opinion. You do with it uh, whatever you choose. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Really appreciate it. The 2000 Mules premiere. Guy told me to tell you this quick story. So I went there last night. I am... If you've ever seen me in public, I am super uncomfortable around people, folks. I am not a people person. I don't mean I'm rude. I just mean I don't ever know what to say. So I had to leave after an hour yesterday because I just, uh, there were a lot of people and I was having a lot of conversations and I always feel like whenever I'm saying something, like I'm always saying something uh, that I, I, you know, I'm just not comfortable around people. And he's like, yeah, me too. So I'm like, oh, that's probably what we like each other. So I had to leave after an hour. But the movie's amazing. Check it out. I'll see you all on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.